Now, what more could you ask for? Sunday afternoon, playing for first place in your own house. No one should be able to match the energy that we bring out here. Don't it feel good when your crowd behind you? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think I was here 20 days before I saw clouds. Let's give them something to cheer for now. Hey, I'm not going to be a real patient guy now. And I said, this stop. Hey, I'm living in that 21st century, doing something mean to it. Do it better than anybody you ever seen do it. Screams from the haters, got a nice ring to it. I guess every superhero need his theme music. Hey, me, I'm on the ground again, boy. You have a problem. No one man should have all that power. The clock's ticking, I just count the hours. Stop tripping, I'm tired. This is who we supposed to do and win. We don't do one, two, three, man. Episode 27. Uh, we are two games into the preseason. We're one and one. Big comeback victory from uh, old Ryan Griffin, quarterback Trina, three. Training camp is over. Isn't it kind of weird? Like, why do they stop training camp now? Like, they say, like, training camp. I don't, I don't know if I get that, but I don't either. Anyway. I, I always view training camp is over when preseason's over. To me, I just always feel like it ends the same time. I don't know. It could be weird, though. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know why, but uh, yeah, officially, I guess the training camp part is over. Two more games left. Got the hopefully this game coming up here on Friday, I believe. Uh, yes, Friday, right? Yeah, Friday. Um, Brownies coming to town, and hopefully we at least get a half of the starters because last game, let's be honest, was a little hard to watch, dude. It was, it was brutal. And by that, I mean you had to go into your fridge and get the old beers in there that you didn't think you were going to drink that night. Because uh, yeah, definitely yeah, put a dent that in that 12-pack I had. I ain't going to lie to you. Had a real dent in that thing. And by dent, yeah. I mean pretty much it was gone. And then at the end, I still didn't feel good. The only thing I will say, though, the few positives, if you want to touch on that, I'll give let's, you – let's, Yeah, let's get to I, – I got a couple positives. Go, I'll tell go, you what, yeah. bro. There's nothing more positive than seeing a fucking kicker hit a ball to win a game. I'll tell you. After, hey, after the years we've had, might be ready to to hail old Matt Gay as Martin Grammatica 2.0. I'll tell you what. It's still going to scare me the first time he lines up for a pressure cap, uh, pressure pack field goal. You know what I mean? Like A real one, you mean? Yeah, in real – like – it's just still going to scare me until, you know, he could put some games all day. But, man, he's he's done what it's – and, you know, just the draft pick we spent on him, I I, I think it's going to be hard for him not to be the guy. And the fact that it's like damn near if you cross the midfield line, he's in range, which is huge in those like two-minute drill type of thing. You know what I mean? It's like get the ball past the 50 and let him try to boot one, which is pretty cool. And um, I got a couple of the – I'll tell you what. Our linebacker position seems to turn into a real strength. Like, shout out Shaq Barrett looked pretty good. Yep. Got him a sack. Should have had two sacks. Um, yep. But coming off the edge. And a guy that we just moved to outside linebacker, which remind, after this I want to talk about Jason Light, just found out he got an extension. But, yeah, I uh, definitely want to touch on that. Okay. Um. 
Devontae Bond going out, moving him to outside linebacker, and now all of a sudden he looks like a player. I tell you what. He looked re- like legitimate, looked like he could be a power rusher in a 3-4, and I was like, man, I didn't never see him like that. I'm saying but so. You're he came off about that edge. Like, Boy, he looked I mean, solid. Look, between him, Barrett, Nassib, Buchanan, Mentor, like, you know, inside, our, I'm, I'm good with our line now. Devin White, Vontae, like that's a solid core group. Now, I don't know that we have an edge guy who we can say he's going to go get us 12 sacks this year, but it's a group and being able to do different things, I kind of like it. Um, So linebacker, Presby, and I think the other positive off the top of my head was, and I say this as a good thing, a very good thing. Has anybody noticed Alex Kappa? Because I haven't, and that's a good thing. I'll that tell is you, a like, good thing. It's like I almost didn't want to talk about it, to be really honest with you, because I didn't <laughs> want to jinx it. Because, right. like, for whatever the reason, he's just, he's, I don't know yeah. if to the if naked we, look, eye. If, if we don't talk about him for the first six weeks of the season, oh my that's God, a good, that's a good thing. fucking win. Holy shit. So, so that's yeah I'm, you got to be happy with that so far and, and look it's it's been such a small sample size so let's let's see if we can get some minutes I, i'd like to see you know me and you kind of talked off air before this like we don't give a shit if we see mike evans or dominican sue or these guys but i'd like to see i'd like to see Jameis getting a little bit of you know both running backs i'd like to see get out there offensive line and um maybe even some of these backup tight ends and and going into this uh I tell you what, I guess we touch on the make of this to me right now, which is a little worrisome because I thought we had a lot of depth at this position, but all of a sudden it looks like we only have three receivers that are guaranteed to make the team. And that's Evans, Godwin, and Perryman. I I, I was going to say, dude, I'll be, I'm really excited to see how Scotty Mitchell plays because Bobo and some of those guys, like Spencer Schnell, that guy kind of showed up week one. I didn't really see him last week. I don't know what the deal was. I yeah, I don't think he had a catch. I don't think he had fine. anything. I don't remember seeing him do shit. But yeah. I will say he did look like he deserved the opportunity to maybe move up, play with the two, see what he could do. And I'm excited to see Scotty Miller because, to be honest with you, Justin Watson has been like pretty okay at best. I don't know if you feel differently, but like I haven't been blown away. I didn't I think, think he's he been special. No, game wise, I think he's been below average, and at practice, average to above average. I think he he's looked better through camp, but as far as game wise, yeah. So I tell you what, that to me, that's still wide open. And yep. and Arians did mention that since they moved Bobo into like a specific role the past couple of weeks, he's liked him. So right now. In my opinion, he's kind of edging out that fourth spot. But, um, you know, those are – man, it was just a sloppy game as far as that game, you know, drop balls, and you can say it was wet and shit, but – Nobody it, cares. It just, make the play. Like, if, yeah. you, if you're trying to make the team, make the play. And that's the thing I did want to touch on, and I, I we talked about this right before we went on, but I'll tell you, this Tanner Hudson dude – He's a great example. I love what I'm seeing as a pass catcher, like making giant catches at big times in a game. I know it's only preseason, but that's all we have to go off right now, and he's making big plays. I get it. He's not blocking well, but, man, 
wouldn't you think you find a role for a guy like that on the team? So you're going to sit down Braid or Howard? Well, here's my thing, dude. We don't have a great salary cap. So here's my question. Is is, Is Hudson essentially what Braid is? I think he's a little bit bigger of a dude, like size wise, but... I'm not saying he's better, like, and I get it. Brait has a connection with Jameis that you don't want to lose, especially in the red zone. So I'm not trying to lose that. But I am saying, could we save $7.5 million and go with Hudson if we're going to get a tight end that can't really block, similar to Brait, but has shown the ability to make big catches? A yeah. little unproven. I know yeah. it's dicey because he's unproven, but I'm saying, would you rather us go get, you know, I, I don't know, another veteran corner? a veteran safety, a veteran offensive guard. Do you know what I'm saying? Like whatever with that 7 million opposed to another tight end and we have OJ Howard. Do you know what I'm saying? It just feels like that yeah, depth I, there I is strong. That, I don't think you can put him in the Cambridge category yet. I mean, yeah, he's looked great. Number I'm not one, saying he's there yet, but you know what I'm getting at. It's like – Yeah, no, I, I get you. It's, it's a thought, but I mean, number one, he's also doing it against guys who are probably going to be working at FedEx in a week. Um, fair point. Number, number two, like you, you just haven't seen him there. And number two, like Howard, you can't even. I hate to say this because it's only been a couple of years, but you, we can't even count on Howard to play a full season yet. You know what I mean? Like I, I hate to put it in the you know people get hurt, but you know if you lose, say you trade Braid and then Howard gets injured again, which he's shown to get injured. So now Hudson's our number one. <laughs> like, I don't know that I'm ready to roll into. That'd to be a put us in well, that well Anthony Allclair still would be the, the three. That's yeah. The, and and yeah, he's been a really he, solid he blocker. He's and been he great. doesn't bring as much in the passing game, but I, I'd kind of like to keep that as a strength. But look, you want to talk about some salary issues. I was going to wait to bring it up, but yo, in my opinion, I know. I think I, to, I think I know what you're going to say. Go ahead kick the tires on this JPP thing cuz man I think I think we got to move on from that cuz I Dude's heard Arians said he's still in a neck brace he not is- even around the team which look if if you're really hurt bad like you know be with your family cool but like of course but if you're up and moving around like I think you could you know be around your team they said he was awesome like helping younger guys like I'd like to see him around a little bit if and you know like I said I don't want to it if he has to like be in bed or shit like, but then at the same time if he's in that bad of shape like yep. what are what are we paying him with the 7 mil for when cuz I think it's if he's on opening day roster we're going to owe him another 7 mil so like yep. that's the thing that, too to is- me that's that's 7 mil more that I I'd be looking to go <laughs> looking to yeah, run around. It's there. like think about this. Here's a, I and I think it would cost a little more than this, but, bro, Cam Brate and JPP, and you're not far off from getting Jadavian Clowney per year. Just think about that for yeah. a second. I know you got to give up draft collateral, no doubt, but I'm saying Cam Brate, the rights to JPP, and then you clear some cap space if they'd even do it. I'm just assuming they would do it for maybe two ones, and Cameron Braid or you know something and JPP whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's hard to play, you know, the GM spot, but I never know. But I'm saying 14 mil that you could spend on one of those blue chippers, like to me. And the thing, too, is Bruce Arians talked about it today in his press conference. They someone asked about JPP and he said, yeah, I've talked to him. We don't really want him here on the sidelines. We don't want him getting bumped. We don't want anyone falling into him. And I thought to myself, is he really that fragile that he can't have someone fall into him right now? 
Yeah. Like, that's pretty telling if the coach is saying, yeah, we, we don't want anyone bumping him. And I'm like, damn, if we can't bump the guy and we're three weeks away from opening day, like, what are we doing? Yeah, it don't it don't seem like a Unless, at this point, to me it's not seeming like a week six comeback, which I think a lot of the people were hoping for, me included. But it's just the more and more you're still in that brace and shit and not even doing anything. Like, I mean, forget like having to get in shape, in normal shape, and then football shape. To be able to kind of like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, there's a lot he's got to have done, and and that's the thing. Aaron's yeah. kind of downplayed it a little bit. They asked him, and he said, "Look, he's been in the league a long time. When he's here, he's rushing the passer. That's it. He just needs to know where to line up." Which, yes, that's oh, yeah, true. But as like, far as as far as picking up the scheme, I don't doubt that he could do that quick. No, no doubt I'm, at all. But I'm just about, yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Stuff, like just, body wise. I get it. He's a professional. He obviously knows what he needs to do to be ready. He's been in the league a long time. But I don't know, man. And I don't feel I don't feel great about Levante, Vita V, and JPP being out. Like we thought those would be like cornerstones of the defense and all three are out right now. Yeah. A little and crazy. I, think, I I think that I've kind of told you this on the side that our first three games, I see us going two and one. And I think we could almost get away. But I, I, I get away with, you know, one or two or a couple of them being out. But uh, I, I think – I still think they think Levante is going to be there week one. and I think so too. I'm and, just saying uh, as of right now, we're, we can only go with what we know for sure. Um, it looks like he'll be in and he'll be fine. But still, it is a little scary to think our starting middle linebacker, nose oh, yeah. tackle, and edge rusher are all yeah. out for any amount of time. Which you, yeah, you would probably say our three best players. That <laughs> literally, <laughs> you'd say, yeah. So that's that is pretty concerned. But yeah, I, th- I think Levante will be fine, and I, I kind of like the way Dayon Buchanan's been playing. Kind of, I really like that dude. I, I really so, like that guy. Yeah, stepping in. Um, I, I think he's done a great job. And then, yeah, v- Vita. To me, Vita's the one that that just transforms us from being able to put him and Sue together. That. That, to me, that's going to make all the difference in the world, getting him up to full speed and being able to stop the run like Shaq Barrett touched on it. Like, one, If they can stop the run, then they can just do so many things on defense. So I think when you got him and Sue – and I, another guy I actually wanted to shout out a little bit. Um, I think Golston looks a lot better in this scheme. You know, he, he was never a freaking – uh, you know, four three defensive end, and I think he. They said he actually bulked up, but he can't. You know, he looks good to me in playing that end as a uh, three four end as opposed to four three. I, I think he looks a lot better. And he had a couple. Uh, you know, I don't. I think it was a at least one tackle for loss, but he he looked pretty stout against the run um, the other night. I would agree. I feel like William Golson's definitely taking a step forward. I, I still don't think you can really rely on him to be like a dude. But at the same time, I think he's a great role player. I don't love his salary, but if you're getting consistent play out of him, you know, you can't be. Well, I think as of now, he would be, if Vita comes back, he's going to be starting on one of the ends. So, I mean, if that's what, and also shout out to the, I know everyone calls him Nacho, but it's not uh, Nunez, whatever, whatever's. uh, Hey. Sorry that I don't know his last name, but uh, he out here him, making plays. 
him and Ledbetter both look solid in there. So that that almost gives me faith. We got we got a couple guys we can a little bit of depth. Can, yeah, go through there. Um, yeah, let's jump to this. I uh, did want to talk about one other position. I have to give some shouts. I really. I'm not saying he's the second coming of Deion Sanders, but I'm telling you, Vernon Hargraves, I'm telling you, he just like he just looks better. He just he looks more comfortable. I'm not saying he's done anything special right now as a preseason, but I, I'm telling you, I think as the season goes on and he's really playing in his natural scheme, hands on a receiver at the line, I really think we're gonna look up midseason and be like, man, Vernon Hargraves looks like a totally different dude this year. I really, I really feel that. I know. Um, so, it, and me and you kind of both said that we think he's kind of the key to the thing. If he can play anywhere near what a, a number one corner looks like, man, I, I think that just makes us totally different on defense. And shouts and, to Jamel Dean making that play. He looks big out there. Like he just looks yeah. like a big. Oh, he is. Like big, big and fat dude. Like I didn't realize. Like he just he kind of looked like a Madden player that you would make running at corner, <laughs> just making plays. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, and even even old goofy Peter King was out there saying that our defense looked fast. So that's that's pretty cool. Noticing that just at least we look faster and we're flying around and we're not sitting at base. So it's it, like we've touched on this before. It's going to look totally different. And oh yeah, that's and I guess we'll, before we get to light, I guess kind of the let's go to the bad. And <laughs> I'll just start with it. I mean, everyone like our backup offensive line is freaking rough. But I will say this, I wouldn't be shocked if we bring in multiple guys when, when people are getting cut here in the next week or two. And um, uh, I I really think we'll bring in multiple backup guys that get cut off at their people. And you can say, oh, yeah, well, they get cut there. But, you know, it, as far as a backup, just a couple veteran guys that we know can can plug a hole, I'm okay with that. And and you never know. You could, the, one, the one year we brought in – uh, Chairless, yep, and Holly, and we ran the shit out of the ball, and they started at tackle and center. So, you know, don't don't poo poo the the deal uh, of bringing guys in off the off the off the streets. So, um, when when we get some good cut downs here, I, I I think we're bringing in a couple guys easy on this O line. Oh, I totally agree. I think I think we kind of need to. Um... I do think offensive line we're going to have to get we're going to have to get a couple guys and I think there's probably going to be a couple free agents that we're going to look at and say you know some of our our coaches probably have some definitely some, a tackle definitely a tackle I was going to say the tackle is the one and you know this is going to be a weird name but Donald Penn was signed a couple weeks ago to the Redskins to kind of fill in for Trent Will, Williams you know as he uh does his contract hold out but they're not intending on keeping him unless, like, dude just balls out, which at his age, I don't know if that's, like, appropriate to say a ball out. But yeah. he's an example of a guy. I could see him getting cut because Trent comes back and it just doesn't make sense to hold on to him. Like, that would be a guy. He's got a ton of experience. He's played here before. Like, he's used to the heat. And he just always was consistent. He was always healthy. Like, as a just a good guy to have in a locker room, I feel like that's that's an example. I'm not saying it will be, but he's an example of a guy that I would look for, something like that, just knows how to play, could come in and just figure it out pretty quick. Oh, and, yeah. No. And I think he always he always talked well, didn't leave a bad blood or anything. He think he liked his time here and being here. So, yeah, no, I, 
anything like that. But yeah, as far as our boy Ben and and even Boozer coming in as tackle, they're just not getting the job done at, at the backup spot. So question I think for that's, you. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I say I think that's it. And the, and the only other thing I'd say is, um, I'd like to see a little. I'd like to see Barber get some good touches this this Friday, because. Um, Man, I mean, Ronald Jones has looked a lot better, but I mean, he he got banged up. Um, I know he didn't practice today. I don't know if he's going to play Friday, but um, I would like to see these running backs get a get a little. I'm feeling because kind of like Ellington having some drops and a couple pass protection stuff. I'm kind of going back and forth on feeling great about, but I do like I do like our dude Dare. So, uh, but I anyway, my point was I'd like to see Barber kind of get get into a little bit of groove uh, this Friday. Question. Would you kick the tires on Eric Berry right now? Um, has, he hasn't been at camp with anyone, has he? Nobody. I have a couple oh. others. Just free agents that I feel like veterans that could make sense for us. Like, he's a great example. Has he lost a step? I'm sure. That many injuries in his age, like, I'm sure he's not quite the player he was. But I'll tell you, I would kick the tires on Eric Berry to see what's left. I promise you that. Yeah, I mean, I think now if as long as Edwards and I know he's got a hamstring, as long as that's not serious, I kind of see us rolling with um, Edwards and Whitehead as our starters. I tell you what, Stewart did not look very good, <laughs> and no. uh, I think Fitzpatrick even gave him a little shoulder one time. That was pretty brutal. Um, yeah, so that, that was that was that was pretty fucking rough. I ain't gonna lie to you. He did. So yeah, I mean, yeah, as a depth thing. Um, I don't mind that. I don't. I don't know how many safeties they they plan on. Well, I just on mean you never know because some of those guys we could practice squad. I know you run the risk of like losing, but you know, my thought is is and and the other thing is there's a couple receivers out there that I wanted to you know notable guys that I feel like could make sense for us depending on what we need. Let's okay. So let's assume Mike Evans, of course, Godwin, Brashard, Perryman. Other than that, who do you think is a lock right now? No one? I don't think anyone, honestly. Okay. I mean, he's talked. It, what he said yesterday after practice made me think Bobo is trending towards making the roster. But I, I don't think you say a lock, lock. Like, if he goes and poops himself on Friday, then, you know, maybe not. Okay. What kind of receiver would you say we would need? Would we want a slot, like slot guy? Would we want... Um, like a possession uh-huh. guy. See, this is where it's it's interesting because my whole reason in asking this is Michael Crabtree, Pierre Garcon, Mike Wallace, and Des Bryant are all available. Vet guys. The ones that no. stick out to me are Pierre and Crabtree, to be honest with you. Yeah, I was going to say, don't even talk to me about Des Bryant. Um, I wouldn't mind a Pierre. Um. You know, he, he'd come in and I, I, I've kind of, not that I'm like in tune like a lot of people, but I, I have heard of him being kind of a, not the, the best guy in the locker room. Um, Who is this? Garcon? Pierre Garcon, yeah. I've heard um, that too. I just, I just mean, there are free agents that are available that I do feel like could come in and make some plays. You know what I mean? Like, we got we got a solid squad and I think, I really do think we're a couple players away from really being competitive. I'm not saying we're going to, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> the interesting when, 
one area that says I could cut 20 guys real quick. And he said, the interesting part is he said he could get down to 60. So that means that last seven guys, he's still kind of going back and forth. But um, I did think it, that was interesting too. That was Yeah. So at least telling. he says that, but yeah, that, look, I, I agree. I, I think that's even a position you could see if a, a guy you like got cut, um, they can bring I'm telling you they're going to bring in some guys I think mostly it's going to be on O-line I don't know that on defense maybe a D lineman if you really like them maybe see I don't even think a cornerback because we're going about five deep at corner right now like we're not going to get rid of bunting even though he's been a little disappointing game wise which is sad for another second round pick but uh yeah maybe a safety so I'd say like a safety a receiver and backup O-line is is kind of guys to be looking on the waiver wire for us in the next couple of weeks. Fair point. Okay, let's uh, let's switch gears probably to the last topic I feel like we really should touch on. So you just mentioned a second-round pick, another one that we're like, eh, on. How do you feel about that five-year extension that old Jason Light signed back in January? Well, it does – First off, it doesn't surprise me because I think him and Light, him and Arians are pretty much tied at the hip. They want to be 100%. together. Uh, Arians wants him here. That's probably his biggest advocate is that Arians wants him. So, um, Lucky him. The thing I will say, it seemed there was such a disconnect between him and Cutter and Mike Smith. And it seems now that it's starting to – come together a little better. I mean, just think of the guys like you're just now telling me that these guys are fit in our scheme. Vernon Hargraves, Noah Spence, Devonte bond, Will Golston, V to V Carlton Davis. Like, so we've had, that's, that. it, it, it's so hard to say like, so why'd you draft them before? Cause they obviously didn't fit what we were doing before. Was it a disconnect between you and the coaches or you, you know what I'm saying? So it, it's, it, out of man, it's, now, like, yeah, if Noah Spence and Hargraves turn in some great years and and Carlton Davis says, it's like, okay, well, now your drafts look a little better. But I will say it it looks like it, at least they're on the same page of what they're looking for now, which the past two years has was awful. Dude, it's, it's pretty surprising when you kind of look at – it's and, and I think we both can attest to this. I don't feel like – it's weird – I do feel like Jason Light has drafted talented players, but for whatever the reason, they haven't necessarily worked out. Like, even Roberto Aguayo, like, to a degree, like, you can't entirely, like, I'm not saying he gets a pass, but what I am saying is it wasn't like Aguayo was a fucking bum. Like, dude was the most accurate kicker in college football history. So at the time, you're like, man, that's really high, but same thing. You're like, if he works out, no one says shit to him. They're like, oh, that's great kicker. For 15 years, you just, you know what I mean? Great pick. Yes. It it just, like I said, it's something to be said about bringing guys in that fit your scheme. Like, that's what the Patriots do so well. And I hate to, like, everyone points at the Patriots. Yeah, yeah. But, like, it's true. They'll go get a guy who, okay, we need this guy to stop the run on the outside. And that might be all he does, but he does it really well. We need this guard to run block really well. So they put him in there, and that's what he – so, like, figure out what your scheme is what you want it to be, what each player needs to do well, and go get that guy. And the only thing I will say is I would like him to put 
more emphasis on players at a big time program. I, I, I get these, you know, if, and, and cap is another guy like, yeah, if he turns around and looks like a really good guard, that's another feather in his hat, you know? So, oh, yeah. but uh, again, the like taking a year and shit, you know, me and you were on like the greedy Williams and he takes a, a Murphy bunting who let's be honest to this point, looks like he's not ready to be a, a starting corner. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you're liking all these small school guys, but like, they played in a small school. Now they're coming to the NFL. I just wish that was more of an emphasis. Like, hey, these SEC, ACC guys are a lot more ready to play. I just, I totally agree. And it, it's like, I, I did this the other day. I kind of looked up the reports about Greedy because I was curious. And they were like, rough first outing, but it's proving he can tackle. He's showing the ability to play man coverage. His quickness is showing up on tape. He's, you know, all these things. And it's like, fuck, we talked about all this. Like, yes, we knew it would take him a minute. We knew he was going to have to, like, prove he could coverage. He was going to have to actually come up and tackle because he didn't do a lot of that in college. But, like, he played at LSU yeah, <laughs> in the SEC against the best talent in the nation, whatever. You can argue that all, who's the better conference, doesn't matter. The talent in the SEC, I think, is still proven to be the best. So, Especially, especially on defense. Especially. And like, he was no a four-year starter and a, a, like a good one at that. I just, what, like sometimes, I, it, it's like with anything, don't overthink it. The dude was a four-year starter, or three-year starter, I'm sorry, at LSU. Like, It was like, for us, for me and you, the Dante Jackson pick last year. Like, Oh, my God. <laughs> like, dude, sitting there runs runs what high four twos, low four threes. Better yeah. starter LSU, great defense, ace, perfect, perfect plugging in. Yeah, so it's cool. MJ Stewart. Yeah, like, like I don't mind a like, nickel player who didn't even run fast. Like what? Yeah, and, I just don't. I and it, I, I guess no, I don't. I don't guess. I know that scheme plays into that, but shit, dude, like. I, at some point, you can't convince me that a guy that runs faster and plays in a better conference against better players isn't the better pick. Yeah. Like, I, no, I agree. You know, I'm sure every now and again he's going to swing and he's going to hit one of these, like Ali Marpet, great pick. No one will knock that. But Alex yeah. Kappa hasn't proven, you know, look at shit. No, All of our yeah, second-round yeah. picks forever since Light's been here. Yeah, you don't mind kicking the tires on these sixth and seventh round, but, like, when you're talking – like you know we always talk about it when you're first and second round these are premium guys that you should be able to they Nail should be, every time yeah they should be able to come in and play year one even even if it's a 50 50 role kind of deal but they should be able to come in and play but like i said i i do think <clears throat> the picks he made look a lot better now probably being they're coached way better by bowls and by all accounts all the players are saying it's a, a scheme that puts you in position to succeed and place your strength. So I just think he, you know, he's doing a great job and I'm excited to see them flying around um, week one. And the only thing I will say, I'm, I, I get why they did it. I almost kind of wish just cause people are going to be hounding on him so much. I almost wish they would have given the play calling to Levante. I might be alone in that thinking, but I tell you what, they're putting a lot. They're putting a lot on Devin White, and and so be it. You know, a top pick, top five pick, but top five what, middle linebacker. Yeah, I think he's got to kind of step in day one and just be the guy for good or for worse. 
Yeah. And, you know, they said, <clears throat> I think the report was he at LSU didn't do a ton of um, like dropping back into zone. So that had taken him a couple times to kind of figure out where the zone was to drop back. But um, I think he's getting used to it. And, it, and he, he kind of even said the other day, he's like, yeah, I'm just I'm ready for a real game when I can kind of fly around and get in a groove. And and I'm, I'm excited to see the first couple of weeks when he kind of gets unleashed a little bit. <clears throat> yeah, because, I mean, the truth is he's going to have to get in and make some mistakes and be like, oh, mm-hmm. shit, that's not how you do that. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, this kind of worked. Cool, bounce back. Next week you see him better in coverage, but he misses a tackle or something stupid, you know what I mean, because it's a rookie. But you're saying like, oh, well, he defended the zone better, but he missed a tackle, and it's just like that's, that's what we're going to live with for a little bit with Devin White, and that's okay as long as it's like progressing the right way. And at the end of the year, we're like, damn, this dude had an impact on our team. And and I do think – I'm not worried about Devin White. He is too physically gifted to not be a good player. Oh, I agree. And and I think we have great coaching now, particularly at that position. Todd Bowles is great with linebackers. His defensive scheme has proven – you know, last year he had Darren Lee, and he made that guy – look like a very good player. And I think, to be honest with you, I think Devin White is already a better player. So conceivably, he will be a very good player in this scheme. And so I'm not worried about him. I'm more worried, honestly, about our safety and getting pressure because we haven't looked like we got a lot of pressure outside of some of these. He's dialed up a couple blitzes that have looked pretty nice, and we've gotten pressure that way. But our front three, four haven't been dominant. And I know it's preseason, but... Yeah, and that's what I. Um, number one, they, from all accounts, it's, they've been only running like ten percent of our our defense, which is pretty crazy. crazy. But uh, I and you know that's another thing I like. Come back to like V to V. I think he opens up so much more stuff when he's in there, and and he's a guy that if you single team him or Sue, um, they're going to be getting pressured. But um, yeah, winding down, coming into Friday, Baker Mayfield. I hope he wakes up feeling dangerous so we can knock the shit out of that dude. Although Dell, some people coming in here, what are you what are you looking forward to? Honestly, I'm I'm not you know, I'm not watching preseason anymore for our offense. I'm really not worried about them. They were good last year. I feel like they're gonna be good this year. I feel like the running game you're already, already, you're already you already sold on a running game? I, dude, I kinda am. Just watching a couple things. I mean, of course I'd like to see them keep taking strides who doesn't want that of course but at the same time dude this defense i just i want to see the first team get a little more rep especially against the browns i feel like are going to present an interesting najoku's a really athletic tight end beckham uh jarvis landry mayfield and then they got a stable of running backs so i feel like their offense this will be cool for us to kind of just see athletically because we're not scheming it. But it just will be good to see our corners up against talent like that because I think Landry and Odell, like those two together, I mean, like maybe yeah. the no, best be nice. pair like see- in the league. I mean, who's better than that? You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think our guys can hang with them. Yeah, I was going to say, I honestly really believe ours can hang with them, but – those are two really good players to kind of get a gauge where we're at on the backside. And then oh. Baker's shifty in the pocket, so it's it's good to see if we can get some pass pass rush. 
Um, I'd like to see this week. I want to see Devin White make a splash play. Whether, whatever that is, just one. I don't need anything crazy. I don't need a pick six. Big hit, something to stop a third down, just something to get to, to build some momentum because he's probably not going to play game four. That's something I want to see. In one oh. of these young corners, take a step up. I want to see Bunting do something. Yeah, I'd like to see him. And to me, it's just overall let's have um, good communication on defense, not letting players run free. And how about this? So our boy Arians stays out of the hospital. How about we get our special teams lined up with 11 guys? Yikes. Jeez uh, almighty. I'm sure they got – ESPN I, was I, clowning I, them today, and they showed a picture <laughs> of Bruce Arians on the sideline. Dude, it looked like he was about to have a heart attack. I'm not even exaggerating. Like, that dude, looked, he was fucking losing it on that coach on the sideline. I'm saying, and if you're a hard knocks guy, you remember seeing Keith Armstrong yell. I know they got their asses chewed. So, let's let's get the special teams right as far as our, um, our punt and kickoff stuff going. So, besides that, yeah, I'd like, to see, I'd like to see the running game. Personally, I'd like to see Peyton Barber kind of churn some stuff out. Um, not a lot of breakdowns on defense. And, uh, yeah, good, just a longer look at our starters and hopefully not as not as ugly. couple splash plays, no dumbass penalties, and solid communication. That's all I'm looking for. Let's go, baby. Fire the cannons, Gene! <laughs>